You are about to witness history in the making. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Pop Culture Gamers podcast. My name's Hayden. It's uh, show number 131. It's the 14th of November, and I'm here, as always, with Steve. Hi, Steve. How are you doing? I'm doing fan-dubby-dozy. That's an old word I've not heard in a long time. <laughs> You're supposed to say that with a Scottish accent, aren't you? I think so, and you've got to be small as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing too badly, thank you very much. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Because you're... Uh, getting ready for your big move aren't you yes and i've been very stressed over doing doing that because it's a lot of things in this room have got to be shifted and placed and boxed and um yeah i've done a fair bit of it but you know, get more done next weekend probably and then and this is me tapping a feet saying right when's it all going to be actually put away but yeah yeah I, I have to admit looking into your room from uh through the webcam it must be everything that's on the wall of the computer because nothing else looks touched, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> but, no, it doesn't because all the cupboards are empty now. All the, all, I mean, you can't see all the books. I've moved some stuff around. All the hardback books are all gone. It's all vinyl, you can see, and all the drawers come out and they just go in the car as they so. Yeah. And then they thought the, the awkward bit is obviously um, dismantling the amp speakers and all the kit, the Xbox, PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Boxing them up in their boxes. But I'll do that closer to when we move because I'm not going to do it yet because I'm just wanting to use them. Yeah. So, but it's, it's yeah, I don't like moving. Really don't. It's not my, my bag. Messrs loves it, I don't. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so what have you been doing then? Well, not really too much. We've been organising this move. Uh, you know, you have a list of things to do for that. You know, you've got to let the council tax know. You've got to sort out your water, your sewage banks so some of that is on the go sky's ordered for when we, we move so that's going to that's going to go in it will be a free install because i'm a vip member now we have been for seven years or so so the install will be won't cost me a penny which is handy mm. and yeah as i said changing the broadband to them because that's my only option really and it's the cheapest option i'm going to have work walking away from virgin so that's going to save me 50 pound a month from that point of view so yeah. That's not too bad. Uh, last weekend, went to O2 in London, that middle bit of EastEnders when it spins around in circles in the middle. We went up to there, um, me and Mrs. For, for a weekend, went to see New Order and uh, a nice hotel, which was spitting distance from the arena. So it was all compact and well organised from that point of view. And good food, loads of drink because we were in the O2 uh, Blue Room Bar, which is for O2 customers, obviously. And we queued up for that. They only allowed so many in there, but it was like 20% off drinks. So I didn't actually see the support act because I was too busy drinking beer. <laughs> but uh, no disrespect to them. I will actually look, search them out because they, from what I did hear of it as we walked in the arena, uh, it sounded pretty good. So, yeah. yeah, good night. Oh, good stuff. Good to actually walk out of there, walk down the stairs, through one set of doors, 
and then left, right, and remain in the hotel. It's literally as easy as that. Um, considering it's an expensive hotel, I must admit. Yeah. If I ever go to the O2 again, I think I'd still want to cough up the money for that mm. because I, it's so, I don't like to drive back after driving all the way there in one day and drive back in the second or the one day. Yeah. So just have a good night's sleep and a good bed and uh, take it easy on the way home. But yeah, really enjoyed it. How about yourself? Have you been up to much? Good. Yeah. I mean, uh, first off, I've put my house on the market. Mm. my my other house um so that's uh hopefully going to get sold in the uh up and coming months um just because i want to get one that i've got to manage it's closer you know it's i know it's half an hour away and that's not far but mm. it's still an hour round trip do you know what i mean whereas if we get one in a neighboring village it'll make it a lot easier or a neighboring yeah. town mm. um other than that had I've been for my gym induction, mm-hmm. so going Pass. back, yeah, going back to the gym now. Uh, and in a matter of fact, the uh, first time uh, I went back, uh, you know, for the gym instruction, um, obviously I'd been there before, and they have an app that remembers all of your performance and stuff like that. Mm. And uh, I brought my records from my from the best records that I'd done from the last time that I'd been to the gym. Oh, okay. So how much fun did you break? Oh, so you mean real records, as in... <laughs> yeah, because uh, it tracks, you know, how quickly you do stuff, how far you do it, how many calories you burn, all that sort of thing. And I just beat all of them in terms of what I was doing. So I was quite pleased because I haven't been for about four or five years. And, uh, you know, I thought I was probably less fit than I was then because I've put on a few stones since then mm. and um, well I now started to lose it because I've lost over a stone in the last month um, and just really quite pleased that actually I seem to be fitter than I was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is a bit weird um, I weigh more but I'm fitter uh, funny to say because my, my missus um, she has to mention she has to do her blood pressure all the time she said uh, why are they look I want to do yours. I'm thinking, oh God, I've got, I'm not the best in shape at the moment, and also with other things that's happened in the last year. But my blood pressure was 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 130, so that was spot on. So that made a change. He said, oh, at least something's right with your body. Then, said, yeah, that's about the only thing though at the moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, as you know, I've got one of these Apple watches, and it tells you all sorts of very interesting information about your health. Mm. Uh, so, uh, for example, you know, it measures your heart rate, how long you sleep, all of your activities, everything. And, uh, well, other than my cardio is below average, mm. everything else seems to be like really, you know, sort of like spot on. And a matter of fact, my respiratory rate and uh, heart rate are what would be considered to be more like an athlete. I thought the only athletic thing about me was my athlete's foot, but there you go. <laughs> well, you never know. But my dad always had a slow heart rate as well, and I seem to have that. And mm. I always thought that my wife was fitter than me. We were both at the gym and um, we were on the treadmill and I was going a kilometre faster and about three or four degrees higher incline on the treadmill than she was. And my heart rate was about 15 beats a minute lower than hers. <laughs> I always thought that she was like the really fit, you know, fit one out of the two of us, but just got to prove um so yeah so it was interesting going back to the gym um one one thing i did get actually with my uh apple watch was because it monitors your heart rate all the time 
and evidently my heart rate dropped below 40 beats per minute on when I was asleep on one night, which mm. which uh, brought up an alert. So I have to keep an eye on that. But I do have sleep apnea, so that you know if it was links in with an obstruction or whatever yeah. of the uh, airway, that that can happen. But um, it's a re- really useful tool. If anybody's you know thinking, do I get a one of these watches yes get one if you want to know a lot of data about your health and stuff like that um other than that my ring doorbell broke and they're not cheap are they is it within warranty no it was four years old it was a ring doorbell too uh we got it when um we brought my mother to live with us after my dad died mm. so that uh you know we could keep an eye on who was coming and throwing to, to the house because back then obviously we were working at work all of the time rather than being working at home the majority of the time so anyway I've, I've been having problems with it for the last couple of years you know keep losing connection you know <clears throat> slow bringing up the video stuff like that yeah and uh during the summer i had to loosen the screw because every time it was screwed up onto the frame properly it kept uh dropping out and i don't know if that was because it's uh self-facing in the heat in the you know if the sun was warming up the battery and expanding stuff or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. but the thing is it's always been plugged in so about two weeks ago we had a bad rainstorm and you know wind was blowing water in every which way but loose and anyway the doorbell started the the ringer part of the doorbell inside which was hardwired because this the, the ring doorbell was hardwired as well started making lots of funny sounds and then when i looked you know it was saying that the the ring doorbell wasn't connected stuff like that i went outside and the light was off and everything it was dead completely and utterly dead mm. so i thought well we need a, a a doorbell anyway so i went and i found on amazon have now got the ring doorbell wired so these ring doorbells are about 90 pounds plus for yeah. the battery ones this was 50 so okay. i get the uh the wired version because we wanted wired mm. uh plugged it all in very easy to set up but th- what got me is it doesn't come with any instructions in the box and then i went online and watched a, a video and it said if you've got you know a, a physical manual chime um then you need to cross these two wires you know and there's mm. a connection wire and it's and obviously when i looked at my chime there was only two wires that was connected on the chime and i looked and i thought from the little i know about electrics and you'll appreciate this steve <laughs> the, I'm the, not saying the little i know about <laughs> electrics mm. joining a positive and a negative to each other normally means things go bang so i thought i don't believe this is the case i thought unless it's some sort of weird thing about closing a circuit which remains open when you know but i thought i'm not happy anyway fortunately my next door neighbor you know is uh or was a you know an electrical engineer as his trade in the air force uh so i you know, i asked rob can you just come and have a look at this for me because I'm not sure where I should be doing this. It's like, no, I don't think you should be. And I thought, thank God for that. I had the common sense to know not to, to you know, you, uh, cross this. You're always right. You do know that. So, yeah. No, this was a ring one, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. But the thing was, it was for America. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. 
And they, they, their voltage is a bit weird anyway. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. But it was the only one that came up when I did a search for how to connect it, because otherwise it's relatively straightforward. It's two ways. Mm. Ryan stole my, my, um, my um, wife's daughter their one recently, uh, Christmas actually, it was last year. And they had one that was um, <clears throat> charging off a USB, so I disconnected their doorbell system, fitted a new one, uh, all well and good, and they, they know they can take it off and charge it if they need to. Yeah, because <clears throat> we've got one at the other side of the house that is uh, just literally battery-powered mm. uh, because we don't have you know the electrics going out there but um this one obviously we when uh we had the upgrade to the house to you know, put on the room that i'm in now um we had all of that wiring put in because it was a perfect opportunity mm. <clears throat> so anyway we put it on you know it was literally just connect two wires stick it on the the wall use the app to um, tune it into your account. Mm. And it's great. And it brings up uh, notifications on my watch, including pictures and stuff like that of, you know, if someone's at the door. Mm-hmm. It was really rather uh, annoying when we were sort of like finalising it because my watch kept bipping up every five seconds. And There's someone at your door. Yeah, I know. It's me. <laughs> sort of thing. <coughs> Which is using but um yeah the i quite like the new one it's much physically much smaller than the other one as you would expect but it's also black it just looks a little bit you know more like a normal doorbell because i don't know what it is but amazon drivers particularly always knock they never ring your doorbell what's what is that about is it a covid thing that they're told not to ring bells or something or other like that i don't know but they are a law to themselves i must admit yeah, if if you are a driver and you ever come into this house, please ring the doorbell. That's what it's there for, because we can't hear a knock if we're in the living room. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we got it set up and it's great. And one of the things which I actually hadn't realised, even though I've owned a ring doorbell for a long time, is because I've got a chime, but the chime's only upstairs, the uh, ring chime. Mm. And so if you're downstairs, you can't hear it. Um, or you can't hear it very well, especially if you've got the telly on. So, um, fortunately, it always pings up on my phone. Mm. But because Ring is sort of owned by Amazon, uh, if you use the Alexa app, you can enable notifications to your Amazon device. And we mm. have Amazon devices in just about every room. So, as a result of that, you don't actually need a chime because it'll notify you on all of your uh all of your Amazon devices, and it even tells you which door because <laughs> we've got front and back door with yeah. ring doorbells on it. Um, more for the security, you know, for the camera aspect on the other side. But um, yeah, it comes up as someone is at your back door, sort of thing, which is really quite cool. I know it's like a very straightforward kind of thing, and there's probably loads of people who've got ring doorbells who've been thinking, honestly, seriously, Hayden, have you never, did you not know that for the last four years? Well, no, I didn't because I didn't look at the app. Um, it's a simple thing. I doubt I got the skill on, but never mm. actually really did anything with it. Also, I presume you can because I think they, my um, my family did when they there. If you set it up, is that it would come up on? They got one of the uh, the ones with the, the TV screen, you know the. Yeah. So it just pops straight up on there anyway, and you see who it's straight away. Yeah, on the um, yeah the the Echo Show. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it did that on the Echo Show, but it, you know, if I asked it to. But this is when the doorbell rings. So, you know, if you get a ring doorbell, you can get 
ones now that are just hardwired to £50. And you don't need a chime if you've got uh, an echo of any description in your house. Mm. So just a little bit of a tip. Anyway, so that was it, really. That's been my uh, my week. I know not exactly very exciting, but there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> Life after COVID. Anyway, let's move on to gaming this week. No longer a dream, but a reality. Right, so gaming this week and a bit of news. Uh, first off, we've got the GTA Remaster Trilogy, uh, which has been removed from the Rockstar launcher on the PC due to problems, evidently. Now, <laughs> I don't, I'm not even going to go in this route, but we've seen this all before. Yes, we have. We have, for some unknown reason, we uh, seem to get this occasionally. Is this a game you're tempted with? Because there is some... Santandres, is it, that's on um, Game Pass? Yeah, the only one I really, really... Well, obviously, I enjoyed the last one. Yeah. We played that. Um, but before that, I think the one I enjoyed the most was... Um, what was the one that was set in the 80s? Vice City. That's my favourite. Yeah. But I don't know if it needs playing again, to be honest. No. I, I mean, I think that this is something that is a very nostalgia sort of trip for certain gamers. But I don't... For, for me, I, I didn't have... I've never had that nostalgia about um gta it's just not been my bag yeah it's great i mean a great game to play you couldn't have played it but so uh, i don't think i could sit through excuse me i think i'd sit through that again <clears throat> i got no. down to other games that i need need playing rather than that one trying to play a game that i like to still play again like skyrim for example i'd rather play that yeah but <clears throat> evidently because they removed the older versions of the game um it basically it means that the route you can't actually get on pc if you want it gta now uh, you know the the older versions right because they're really got, them. I've got a funny feeling i've got a, i've got a version from a phone where mm. if you look for it i'm sure i've got vice city on my phone actually let me while you're nattering now would you gonna... would you have you actually played it though? Is it any good? <laughs> it's what it is, really, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, no. Go... But Ford games tend to be pretty awful, don't they? If I just put GTA in and let's have a look, yeah, I can just install it. I see Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Mm. Well, that's a, the best of the older. Well, from my mind, it was the best of the older ones. Yeah. But evidently, Santa Andreas was supposed to be really good. Yeah, I know. I think, um, for example, one of our Someone you know that I know, Glenn, he used to love San Andreas, remember rightly? Yeah. Was that one of the biker gangs in, it, in the expansion? <clears throat> no, that was 4. I'm not so sure. Yeah, that was Grand Theft Auto 4. And the ballad of whatever it was. Gay Tony. Tony. Gay Tony, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's great. They are good games. I don't even know if I'd want to play 5 again through, to be honest, even though when that gets the upgrade, you have to pay for it anyway, I think. Yeah. Rockside I- point of view. I mean, I think that 54 quid's quite steep for older versions of GTA, which we've been able to pick up for for a couple of quid, Mm. Um, even though there is three versions of it for that 54 pounds or 55 pounds. I think it's a bit steep, personally, and especially for the PC market, because they're generally cheaper. I I think you get a better value by buying something else for that amount of money. Yeah. I seriously did, though. I think it, I thought it was on Game Pass. I thought someone had said it was on Game Pass, but clearly not. So who knows? Um, another one, some leaked pictures about Arkham Knight, uh, Batman featuring uh, Damian Wayne have resurfaced on the internet. This was 
supposedly linked to what was going to be the fourth uh, episode in the uh, was it Warner Brothers who produced it? Mm, okay, yeah. Uh, games of the, the Arkham series. So we don't know whether or not they're actually just resurfacing just because, or whether or not it's uh, you know possibility that that's been resurrected. Uh, Elden Rings. There's been some clips of that that have emerged. Uh, presumably, that's one that you're going to be looking at. Uh, oh, getting course, at yeah. some point. I saw the there's like a, a 20 minute YouTube video. Of yeah. Playing. <clears throat> yeah. It looks very impressive. I have to admit. Oh god, yeah. Um, Steam Deck has been delayed until 2022, February, I think. Shock horror. I think that's a shame actually because. For the price of it, that's a good bit of kit. Mm. You know, if you if you want the Switch experience but not the Switch itself. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying by that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a if you're a handheld player, then yeah, but get... the, it also plugs into TVs as well. Yeah. Or into monitors or whatever. Mm. And you can also use it as a PC. Right. So yeah, not bad. Um, evidently, there was some also talk from Todd Howard uh, about making your own characters on Starfield. Did you yeah, see well, any I, of that? Well, I've got it. I've got it actually. In, I was going to talk about it in game, but it doesn't matter. Talk about it here, doesn't it? I I watched the Eleven uh, Eleven um, Skyrim anniversary concert. Right. Okay. And uh, the London Symphony Orchestra. Symphony Orchestra with um, yeah, with a nice back vocals doing it as well. And the last piece of the surprise was they played some music from Starfield. And while that was playing, they were showing you some art from the game. Right. Uh, and the music really did sound nice. It's, again, it's um, the same composer that's done Fallout and all the other games for him. His name Zion. I don't think it's the surname. And he introduced it. And, yeah, it really, I love the thing. They played like a symphony suite from Starfield and uh, really nice. And uh, mm-hmm. this, what they showed you there regarding what, what it was going to look like. And some of the, the art. Oh, boy, can't wait for that this time next year. And that's going to be 11-11 when it comes out, isn't it? So Yes. <clears throat> so still a bit to wait for. Yeah, and I'll, I, won't, I won't say a little bit about Skyrim 11-11 later, but, yeah, I couldn't resist. Okay. So the last bit of news I had was, of course, it was N7 Day. I missed that one completely. Yeah. And there was uh, a teaser image for the next Mass Effect game. Mm, okay. Like a poster sort of thing. Okay, that's going to be years away then, I presume. Probably two or three years, I would have thought. Mm. Uh, let's hope it's a good one. You never know. You never know. Do you want to do the new releases? Okay, <clears throat> so we have Shin Migabi Tenzai 5. This is on the Switch on the 12th to 11th. On the 16th, we got Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1, PC, PS5, Xbox Series X. On the 17th, we have a couple of games here. We've got Warhammer, Age of the Sigma, Tempest Fall on the PC VR. And we have got Next Space Rebels, which is PC and Xbox One. For the 19th, we got Battlefield 2042 on literally all platforms. The 23rd, we've got Death Door, PS5 and PS4. Uh, the 25th, we've got Cricket 22, the official game of the Ashes on all platforms. And lastly, we have on the 26th, Lens Island on PC. Mm. I think they're for me. about that yourself? No, I'm uh, not very moved with that release date. I have to say, with <laughs> this, uh, you know, we're one year in now onto the consoles. Mm. And I know we've had COVID, but after a year we would get big titles and i know we've just had forza and we've got um halo 
just around the corner. But it really feels quite quiet for this time of year. Well, Call of Duty Vanguard came out, didn't it, as well? Yeah, it did. And, and, Guard- and Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy. We had the, we had got the generic ones that come out this time of year for Christmas. Yeah, but it doesn't feel as exciting as previous years. Are we getting old? I don't think so. I don't think it's that. I just think that there isn't the... I don't know. I think it's the impact of COVID delaying everything. And I just feel like we're probably... To me, this year, mm. where games are now, feels like where we should have been after about six months. You know, six months into the life of the new consoles. Yeah, I think... <clears throat> yeah, possibly. I mean, we're going to have Forza Motorsport. What will that be? Eight? Or is it seven? I can never remember. That'll be next year, next summer. And then Starfield as well next summer. Advertise that for, for um, November. And we'll have um, Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, there'll be another Spider-Man game by then as well coming out. Yeah, PlayStation. there's the Wolverine game that's in development, but that won't be in next year. No, I don't. But, think, I, I can't think past Halo and not until summer for Forza. That will be the case. I in my head, I can't think of any other game I'm looking forward to right now, or if I'm, I'm missing something. I've got I'm not, Destiny is, is going to be a thing that as a continuous thing anyway, so that doesn't yeah. count. I was, I was going to say, Steve, surely you must be looking forward to the next big Destiny uh, expansion. <laughs> Yes, of course I will be, and I'll, you know, and I will probably get the purchase of the anniversary pack as well at some point. That's, I think that I think that's release date is the seventh of December. Yeah. Then the Witch's expansion is February, I think. Yeah. Mm. Top of my head, but that's a given. But yeah, there's <clears throat> there's a few games I think in the background that have been leaked as well that are possibly coming out you know, at some point. Um, so I, it's still good, and I. You know, I mean, we're going to talk about Forza later. Um, I, mean, I, I was watching a video um, for Destin on his channel, and all the top Metacritic games are all Xbox games at the moment, believe it or not, which makes yeah. it say. And, yeah, I, you know, with, with how well Forza's been, been publicised, I know there's, there's ups and downs of how to purchase it, which we'll talk about later. But, yeah, you know, it's, it's looking promising going forward, even for PlayStation as well, although they, I don't know when their next big game will be coming. It might be a little while, yeah. Well, I think one of their next big games is coming to PC because it'll be God of War. Mm. I'm quite looking forward to playing that. But other than that, what's, what's PlayStation got in from the Pat point of view? Nothing I'm overly excited about at the moment. I mean, mm. uh, I can't remember if it's released yet or it's just about to, which is a director's cut of Death Stranding. Isn't it already out? I think it might be. Can't, mm. I can't remember. Um, I've, to, to be honest, I've been having my head down in terms of what's coming and what's not because i remember looking forward and thinking oh there's not a lot so just thinking it's time to catch up on some older games and going back over stuff that you know you leave and all of that i'm kind of like hoping at some point i might get gears 5 uh, completed yeah i haven't well i can't remember where i'm up to in that where what how far i got to be honest no. a while ago yeah anyway should we go to subscription games yep so PlayStation Now, um, they've released their latest games now. So we're looking at Celeste, Final Fantasy IX, Mafia Definitive Edition. That will be available until February the 28th, 2022. And then Totally Reliable Delivery Service. Uh, for Epic uh, Games, you have up until the 18th of November uh, to get... Um, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dungeon Keep and Rogue Company Epic Pack, if you haven't already got them. And then on the 18th and onwards, 
There is uh, Guild of the Dungeoneering, Kid, Immensa, Exhibition, and Never Alone, Kasima's uh, Inichu, I think it's pronounced. So, yeah, so those are the three games. In a matter of fact, that Never Alone game is a really, really good game to play. Mm-hmm. It's a small indie game. It's, uh, you know, about um, a young boy who's uh, befriended by, like, a Arctic fox sort of thing um and then you know they go off on this uh adventure it's a story about you know saving the village and that sort of thing uh, and it's based on a lot of you know the culture of the area i think it was developed by a team of you know <clears throat> people from whatever tribe that that you know that, that it was based on uh well worth it. it it's one of those games like limbo you know that you you really want to play yeah or inside but- you know, it's that sort of sort of game. Mm. So anyway, Steve, do you want to uh, talk to us about uh, what you've been playing? Yeah, so as we know, 11, 11 was um, Skyrim Day, I think we're going to call it. And the anniversary edition <coughs> was released. Yeah. There were some free updates to everyone with their copy of Skyrim. But if you wanted to pay, I think, I think for me, it was something like £14 for the upgrade to the app. Total total anniversary edition. I did such a, such a thing. Sorry, I got my hands up with that one. So you paid fifteen pounds to play a play, PlayStation Three game. Yes, <laughs> PlayStation Three. Uh, never owned <laughs> a PlayStation Three. I never never owned a PlayStation Three. So there you go. But um, yeah. yeah, there's there's obviously uh, a load more modded stuff comes in comes in with this other bits and pieces. I just thought, you know what, it is such a game to play that I, I would always go back to. It well, would, be, would be my go-to. Apart, you know, Assassin's Creed as well would, would be on that list, but it's such a, an immersive game that doesn't matter how you play, there's always new things to do. But which Assassin's Creed? Oh, that, that will be a, a debatable... Um, I mean, I, I I should go back to the Ezio collection at some point. I've, I've got that hut sitting in my yeah. box away now. Yeah, you know, I need to go back to that one as well. But then, obviously, with um, Odyssey and what's the other one I've got? Odyssey, which is the rope, which is the Greek one. Yeah, you you started playing Odyssey. Have you continued? I haven't. No, something else has got my caught my eye, unfortunately. But uh, something I on did, the horizon. Something on the horizon. You could say something like that. <laughs> but I did. I did actually start the game afresh. Right. And I got to the point where I've done, I've beaten the top, the, the big boss on Kefalonia. Okay. A guy with the, the one eye. The, the Cyclops, yeah. Cyclops, yeah. yeah. Even though his eye went in some certain places we know what and, and, and then have you uh, been chasing down all of the goats and uh, seeing if you can uh, retrieve their, the eye from their backsides? <laughs> yes. It's, it. Because so, there is an achievement linked to that, you know. Is there really? Yeah, there is. So uh, you have to chase down a load of goats on Catalonia. Once you've done that, you get an yeah. achievement. But it's funny, because I say, Kefalonia for me has a little bit of, and I say sour grapes, because it's where I went for my first um, wedding anniversary, well, first wedding's um, honeymoon, Kefalonia. I, t- I take it it's changed a bit. <laughs> Just a little, but they have earthquakes, don't they? So, um, yeah. you know, they, every now and then they have, a, they have a, an earthquake there that actually you do feel. But... Um, did you climb up the uh, the statue of? His did I hang? Did I hang from his his personal bits? I certainly did. <laughs> well, she did because I she was hanging with one hand off the end, like you know. 
because I've I've not d- done that with the the female character, but on the, when you got Alexis, she does comment. She does, I won't comment. What she, she did comment about it. Yeah, Alexius does as well. Says, "Oh, I don't want to grab that <laughs> or something <laughs> like that." <laughs> it's quite an amusing sort of thing. And then there's um, a there's a later one where you climb up at like a, a female statue of a goddess. Uh, I thought, right, okay, well, I'll try seeing if there's another sort of like funny on that, but there wasn't. No, there's. A, I think that one was was the um, there was a building right next to it, wasn't there, where this woman was, which is one of the other quests you can go and do. Um, but yeah, no, it's funny when I when it all booted up, I got some legendary items to put on to get another achievement. So, oh, that, that was something a bit different. <clears throat> oh, the, um, yeah, there's a gazillion things that kind of like drop. A gazillion being a non-exact number. Uh, there's a, there's loads of items that drop that have obviously mm. been given away at some point. Yeah. Uh, because when I started on PS5 with the with the game as well, I was exactly the same. Yeah, I think I got like a legendary set which I started to upgrade, and just wearing that I think was was pretty cool. Mm. And it just it looks amazing as well on the Series X. It really does look gorgeous. I must admit, it's, they, they have um, perked it up a bit since I last played it. Well, I booted up the uh, PS... Well, well, sorry. I booted up the Xbox Series X version of the mm. game. And I, I really can't tell the difference between that and the PS5 version. Yeah. It, it, they look pretty much identical and they play pretty much identical. It's probably very minimal, isn't it? And, and this yeah. Unless you've got the eyes of a hawk. <laughs> no, pun, no pun intended there. Yeah. But... But it well, is, it'd have, it, have to be of an eagle, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. But it's uh, it is is a really good game, and um, I'll have to see what the other one looked like as well. Uh, what I, uh, uh, origin? Um, uh, Valhalla. No, I haven't got Valhalla. I've got the, the which is Egypt origin. Origin. Yeah. So I don't know if that's had the same treatment or not. Yeah. With the with the Yorkshire Egyptian Bayek. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Um, who's the Without me looking it up actually on YouTube, who's the company behind Ubisoft for Assassin's Creed? Not just Ubisoft, but the other company that's involved in it. Oh, um, I can't remember. Is it Asperger? No, I want about who helped put the game together, not in the in-game. I want about the actual people that helped build it. Um, I can't remember their name. I can't remember it either. Anyway, let's just put it this way. My my son-in-law, should I say. It's Ubisoft Montreal. Yeah, but there's another part of that in the massive UK. entertainment red storm entertainment well, sure. ubisoft toronto mm. and you ubisoft montpellier and ubisoft quebec those yeah. are all of the but the what about for the engine and everything else obviously they they build the games themselves but they do farm out some other parts of it yeah but they, i think they do they do it to like montreal and stuff like that it goes to different sort of areas well, com- well my son-in-law just joined just got a new job in the gaming industry so i'm going to say it's gaming because of what it is and they help Ubisoft with the assassin creed game oh cool they're in southampton right so i did say ah when you get start your job just have a feeler for me yeah <laughs> but, review, um, review codes for tea for this show no, no <laughs> it's available <laughs> yeah but there's a there's a there's a team in southampton that, that do some work with them I can't remember who that was now. Yeah. He could tell me, but um, um, yeah. So yeah. So Assassin's. Uh, I, I say I did play that. I think because we've, we've been off for a week, haven't we? Sam? Yeah. So um, I'm just just looking it up. Ubisoft had developed mainly uh, by its studio Ubisoft Montreal using the Anvil engine, mm. and it's more advanced derivatives. Yeah. So, but, 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 but they're always 
he's about to start work, I think, in about a week's time on that site. Yeah. So I'll have to pick his brains about it. I'll let you know. The thing is, though, games are so massive these days, they always get shipped out to loads of companies, don't they? Yeah, to help put together. Yeah. So it's like it's like movies, you know. You don't have a film studio that makes a movie because the film studio sort of like produces it, and then they go all over the place. They'll go to LucasArts, or they'll go to. Uh, and there's all the developments involved. So when you before you even get to see the credits, and you've got the um, say the MGM or the Warner Brother logo coming up. After that, you've got about three other things pop in. Yeah. That helped put the film in it where it is, you know, at that point. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. a distribution company or a graphics company, maybe, mm. or like that, you know, you've got Bad Robot, for an example, which is a company derivative for JJ Abrams with his boom. You know, there's all these different bits involved, isn't there? Oh, God, yeah, always is. But <sighs> yeah, I mean, I've been playing Assassin's Creed. I, like, I, like I said, I went onto the Xbox Series X where I'm level 65. I think mm-hmm. I'm level about 35, 40 on um, PS5 so far. Uh, and God, that the the difficulty curve jumps up somewhat <laughs> in between you know those twenty thirty levels. I can tell you that now. Is that with the um, enemies as well? Well, yeah, because on um, on the PS five when I've been playing at level uh, you know like forty or thereabouts, mm-hmm. I'd be in fights with maybe up to about eight people. I think I had about sixteen different people trying to beat the hell out of me on. Uh, on this one particular part that I, uh, where I went to on um, on the Xbox Series X, it's, I just not thought, you get, it's not where you get hunted down, is it? When you get the uh... oh yeah yeah, there was all of the other Mysterious there as well. Mm. Uh, but you know, I had, I had five of those all ganging up on me. Some of which were about three or four levels higher up than me. So it's like one hit, and then you've like got a little sliver of life left. You're there trying um, to revive yourself before you get wasted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> The difficulty level sort of like goes up, so I'm just going to go back to where you know to back to PS5 and just maybe have a little bit more of a a smoother ride up to level 65 than just jumping back into it like that because uh, that was a bit intense. But you know, it's a great game, and I've, I've more or less streamed it every night. One night, I think I did four hours and 40 minutes streaming. Okay. Of it, so it's quite a lot. And a matter of fact, it's even stopped me playing Guardians of the Galaxy because I've got that on disc and I haven't played. Well, I've, heard, as... I've heard all sorts of stories about okay regarding the um, music that's played in the game and yes. for streamers having this issue. So there's this like library music that actually comes on, which is nothing like where it is when you play the game offline. Yeah, it plays music on the online version. So instead of getting ELO, for example, that you would get with um, like they did in the, in the film, second movie, you're going to get some twang going on that's completely irrelevant to how yeah. the game should sound and feel. Why we can't just have, you know, all, all of this with music these days, it's just it's just ridiculous. It really is. You know, part of the licensing agreement of any game should be that streamers, you know, people who buy the game are allowed to stream it as part of the game. Because mm. let's face it, no one's going to record music from the Guardians of the Galaxy video game from a YouTube no. stream when it's got talking and firing and stuff like that. No one's going to do it. And I think it, it doesn't help the selling of the game. No. Because if if, 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 if a, a full Billy Nomates comes and puts a YouTube channel on to see, I'm interested in the game, and they got this library music that twangs through the game, which probably does a disservice to the 
how the game looks and feels. I'm not purchasing that. And you might not be aware that that, you know, having to be like that because of the licensed music that is in the game that gives you that feel uh, like in the movies. Yeah, exactly. So it's a real, real shame. Well, I'll let you know because I'll be playing the game shortly, soon as I can. <laughs> I mean, myself off Assassin's from, what Creed. I've heard, from what I've heard about it is that there was there was a little bit of bad press regarding it, um, mm. but once you get into it and playing it, obviously not streaming it and playing it offline, it's a different game altogether. I've heard it's a really good game. Um, yeah, because obviously there was a lot of con- controversy about it because a it doesn't have the licensed images of the actors. <coughs> it's got different ones in there. That doesn't help. Any, no, any, anything needs that visual. And also, it's coming hot off the heels of Marvel Avengers, which was a game as a service, which just doesn't work as a service. It's a good story, but they should have just left it at that. And you mm. just had it as a story, and that's what they've done with Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think that that's the right move because those sort of games just don't work as um, services. No, but yeah, it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts on that because you say you're a good fan of the fan of it. I I do feel a bit if they had had because when I saw some images of it, I thought yeah, it doesn't look right, and for me because of what you're used to in the movies. Mm. But thinking of it as what it was before the films, it was it was it was cartoon comics anyway. Yeah, and it? so and that's what how I sort of justify it to myself is in um, <clears throat> you know you think of the Hulk, you think of Mark Ruffalo, but you could also say Bill Baxby as well, couldn't you? In terms of as the Hulk, Bill Bixby, yeah, Bixby rather, um, yeah, thank you. So all you know, all of that sort of stuff. Um, it's just, it's just another. I, I just kind of switch off what they look like, and even on the, like the Avengers uh, game, mm. um, Stark is still very Stark, as in how Robert Downey Jr. portrayed him. You know, it still feels like the same character, even though it's not the same actor. Is the actors imitating a Downey Jr. I don't know because if you look at some of the older cartoons of Tony Stark, he was still quite like that. Mm. You know, it's uh, unfortunately that's what's imprinted in your brain. Yeah, because we've become so accustomed to it over the last 12, 13 years that yeah. and Robert Downey Jr. just owned Stark as a as a role. Mm. You know, th- he was fantastic in that. I can't actually believe that we're considering Tom Cruise. There's a lot of that with a lot of films, though. Yeah. There's a lot of people that get 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 the nod for something that might not get it. You know, whether it was whether it was Tom Selleck that was going to be um, Indiana Jones at one point. <laughs> no. Yeah. Again, that that just it just feels odd now. But that's, that's because we've been conditioned into it, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what's your views on Horizon? Game of the year so far. Honestly, it's going to be. I can. I couldn't believe. Obviously, I was trying to stay away from reviews, but everything's giving it a ten out of ten. Mm. It's one of the most gorgeous-looking games I've ever seen on a on a console. Full stop. It is without 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 trying to be green here. If you know what I mean. Yeah. From a perspective of what I'm actually witnessing and what I'm playing, I'm totally blown away with it. Mm. And how are you playing the game? What? How are you um, playing it video-wise? Are you performance mode? Um, performance is performance mode is going to be 4K 60. Yes. I have yeah. played it on the I have played it on the other the other way as well at 4K 30 frames. Yeah. I think it's the original. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I just put it straight back to that anyway. I, I don't know if it's just my eyes, but there's sometimes it, you can never tell sometimes between the two. But there's a little bit of secret 
witchcraft going on to do what they're doing to get the get what they're getting. Mm. And um, you know, playground games, you know, hats off for those guys for what they pulled out of the bag. Yeah, because I mean, one thing that has fascinated me is obviously they're doing such a good job. The, the graphics on it are that they are the the new gen, what you expect of a new gen sort of console. Is this is the first real game, isn't it? Did you say? Uh, I wouldn't say first real game, but. I would say it's what I would have expected out of a you know a, this this gen console in terms of quality of graphics. Mm. It it looks stunning. It's so it's 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 as smooth as you know a train on rails with where the tracks have been greased. It's absolutely brilliant. I did have that change of the train today, actually. Funnily enough, yeah. <laughs> but I think for me, because I've played it on PC and I've played it on Xbox. Mm. And on the on the so on the Xbox, what you know, I I thought you know if this is going to be kicking out a lot, maybe we'll actually start to hear the Xbox grunt a little bit. You know, the actual start to hear the fans going and stuff like that. It's still as quiet as ever. Mm. It's not doesn't care, does it? It's just it's no. running along sweet. No, you know. And actually, just that reminds me, I've got another story that I, I'll raise in this because it's uh, it's relevant. Uh, but on the PC. Mm. Um, you know, yeah, my PC sometimes can be noticeably, you know, loud because it's got a bit more work, uh, Well, it's got nine fans in it. <laughs> you know, it's got three on the uh, graphics card, mm. and then oh, so no, so it's got seven fans on it. It's got three on the box and three on the graphics card. So you know, there's a lot of fans there, and they all make a certain amount of noise, as you can imagine. But even on my PC, it was operating so smoothly and quietly. And I saw someone saying, God, the the load times are incredibly slow on PC. Well, they're not if you store it on an SSD. Um, Don't install it on your hard drive. Install it on an SSD, you'll get good performance, especially if it's an NVMe drive. Mm, of course, well. um, I mean, I did, I did see the uh, uh, side by side comparison with the Xbox and the Series X on load times. Yeah, considerably different, mm. and that was really considerable. You know, I mean, that car doesn't even when you're doing a race and your the uh, the car comes on the podium, it's hardly turning around. Probably once if you're lucky before that it kicks in to start start the race. Yeah, but I mean, there's extra modes, isn't there? Because there is a sort of like Fortnite mode now, but it's with racing and getting through gates or something. <clears throat> well, there is the there is a. Eliminator. Uh, Eliminator, which is a, do you call it? It is a uh, to the death with the last vehicle standing. Yeah. Which I haven't tried that yet, to be honest. I've uh, there's a, there's a lots I haven't tried yet. Um, you do have customization, which is a, which is always sports pride and joy in any of their car games. Mm. And you have the idea now of you can you can it's called Forza Link, isn't it? And you can you can actually converse while driving. Yeah. Or after someone's help, if you're like looking for a barn or something. You know, do you want to join in with this? And, you know, if you're going to go and do some online stuff, I've, I've started doing the online stuff to work towards picking up a um, DeLorean. And I've got, so that online bit is great fun. Mm. And again, these are <clears throat> some of, these are, these are the seasons which we did have in Forza 4, Forza Horizon 4. Slightly different versions because we've got sandstorms, thunder and lightning because of the, 
different climate we're in. So it's not like we're going to have, like in Scotland, where we had to define winter with ice, for example. In Mexico, we're not going to get that, obviously, because that wouldn't be, wouldn't yeah. be appropriate. But there will be um, ice and mount, uh, ice on the and the snow on top of the volcano, mm. which I think is another first for a game to actually drive up, up a volcano. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for Forza to turn into uh, Fast and the Furious 9 and going into space in a car. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the next thing, isn't it? Mm. Well, I did it on Fast and the Furious, let's do it on Forza. Without, without giving away the beginning of the game, I was well impressed with how that started. Well, I, I don't think it's a, a big giveaway, is the beginning of the game. Because it was slightly different than what we've had in the past. Yes. And Not, the, but well was it or was it yeah. just a variation of it really well you'd have to look at if you google the opening on Forza 4 4 then you can probably see the difference yeah i mean there's different modes in this or different ways of racing in this game more than the previous version yeah i mean you've got all your collectibles you've got you've got the different types of racing that you have in the game there's also a place where you can make your own own playground area and which is called event labs mm. Which I haven't looked at that yet. Um, that was created by Trapmaster, Map right. So that will be fun. There is, if you drive around, you do find some things that have been created by other people. Yeah. There's a football. What say? There's a stadium with a football in it. Have you found that? Then you can you can do stuff in there as well. I have. A, I, I've more been playing the events, and I've only played about a couple of hours of it. Right. Um. Or well, probably about three hours. And now we're on Xbox Two on PC. Yeah, the map is, I think, one, one and a half times bigger than the last game. Right. And I think you can tell that from the draw distance you've got where you know you're going to go to. Mm. And, I, I mean, there was a bit of a controversy, which was when the release game was actually coming out. And for Game Pass, people, was the 9th of, December, 9th of November. Yeah. But if you actually bought the game, you would get it earlier than that. And from my point of view, I bought the VIP pack that I would like to always get with, with the Forza game. And that... Then I could jump straight in and play it, which I did do. So I was playing <clears throat> the weekend before. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think maybe they, what they should have done is they should have, if you've got if you've got Game Pass Ultimate, they should have allowed you to play it as soon as it was available to be played in any shape or form, and it went well for them. Mm. They didn't. I mean, that, that might change next time. But uh, it's just one hell of a game. Everything about it is just amazing. And I, what I, something I did do, which is a nice little trick to do if you've got if you've got the points to do it, is I bought the treasure map with my reward points from microsoft yeah it's only a couple of quid isn't it yeah i just kicked in a, a new fiver fiver's worth so i picked up the treasure map for the fun it makes life a little bit easier mm. and I've, been, I've done all the barn finds already i've completed all them they've got another couple more to be where they actually build the car ready for you so that's still in, in going and also in this they've got these tre- treasure chests as well yeah and so the first one for example I think you use, I think it was the Corvette Stingray, and you go over, uh, it's near the middle of the map on the main main drag between, that goes at an angle, it's like a motorway that goes through it. Mm. <clears throat> and off of there is a jump, and if you get over 120 metres, you get a treasure chest um, and come pop up, and you've got to go and find it. So it's into the barn find, you'll see like a, you're like a red circle where this chest will sit. Yeah. If, you've got, if you've got the treasure chest, if you've got the treasure map, it will show exactly where it is. So you're not sitting there going around in circles trying to start from the middle and top driving around in circles till you need to find it. Mm. And that chest is uh, 50,000 credits. Cool. So there's a nice, you know, if you, 
I don't think you're ever hard up in spending money in this game. No. I think I'm on 1.8 million at the moment. I might even be two now, I can't think. But I think, you know, there's plenty to, to pick up there. I think the wheel spins, which are very good still, give you lots of bits and pieces for your character and your car. So, <clears> I mean, I've got about 70 plus cars in my garage at the minute. Mm. And uh, it's, uh, there's nothing wrong with this game. It's just perfect in every shape or form. I can't, I can't think, there's, there's nothing that's wrong with it at all. I can't, I can't. I think for me, I'm I'm enjoying playing it, but I know that I will equally stop enjoying playing it as quickly as I've enjoyed playing it. If you know what I mean, because there's only so many, so much in terms of a car game before I start to just not be bothered anymore. I mean, you sort of flag a bit because mm. it. It is relatively repetitive. I think these sort of games are to a certain degree, and I think other types of games, it's grinding. At the end of the day, it's, it's a different version of grinding, whether it's your Destiny yeah. or or any other game, but you grind for this and that. It's, it's exactly the same. But it, well, I mean, as, as you know, I've sort of like given up on the Destiny grind and I was well. <laughs> well, I haven't, play, I haven't played much this week. I, you know, I've been too busy playing this game, so... Mm. But it's good to take a break from other games. Yeah. Um, but I just, I just think is when I do play this, I can't stop playing it. I do, I do get to the point that it rum. You know what I'm like? I'm feeling it's rumbled next because I've nodded off, and I'm probably going to spin over a cliff somewhere, not realising it. <laughs> but when you're tired, I think you know you've got to put it down. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So, um, just th- uh, the the. Thing I forgot to mention the other day, mm. or earlier on rather, uh, was the other day I uh, my son's PC started making this cracking sound, and it sounded like the pump had gone, which uh, was a relatively new, you know, six well not even six months old mm. uh, radiator, you know, um, AIO on it on the PC. So I ended up getting a. Um, for the first time in god knows how long actually going non-liquid cooling because everybody's saying now that you know the copper pipes and everything that they have on the um coolers are so efficient you don't actually need aios and an aio is obviously going to at some point fail Mm. because uh it's a pump whereas if you look at the uh uh, you know the, the normal coolers yes you have a fan attached to the cooler but that's the only moving part and if that's sort of like a magnetic one anyway then there's no bearings or anything to really uh, cause any problems so i ended up replacing the aio cooler mm. uh, that I had in uh, my son's pc for a Coolmaster hyper h412r air cooler which is relatively small but i'm absolutely amazed at it it's a lot quieter uh because what i did was i kept the fan off his old aio this i disconnected mm. that from the radiator and i screwed it onto the back of the box or you know of the case so that it was an outlet fan and then put on this new aio cooler now i had a problem with this because obviously motherboards are all pretty standard and it was one of those ones where you had to put the back plate on and then the arms for the cooler sort of stick through the holes in the motherboard and then mm. you, you flatten it on that way, uh, you know, onto the processor, which is 
all very well and good, apart from the fact that on the motherboard that I I've got, there seems to have been put and um, put on some sort of like little uh, screw bits from the previous one, which have sort of like would not come out of the the hole at all. Mm, yeah. And most nervous I've ever been in my life, I actually had to drill it out, drill through the motherboard. <laughs> To, in order See, to be able... all this hassle with PC. Yeah, know. I know, I know, I know. I know what you're going to say, console dweller. <laughs> it's the master race. Uh, but I had to drill through the motherboard, which I'm, I'm sure everybody on PC world sort of lands going, "Oh my god, I can't believe he did that." It worked anyway. Uh, it was it was only really slight as well. It was sort of like it wasn't even half a millimeter, but I couldn't get the rods through mm. to be able to to uh, to do it, and it was the right cooler for the motherboard and everything. Everything was right. It just wouldn't fit through. Um, I think so I'm attacking it, myself. If I get that wrong, you big time screwed up. Well, <laughs> I'd kind of like come to the point of, you know, there's been a few issues with this uh, PC with the cooler. And I thought, you know, it's almost had the processor fried before. If this goes wrong, I'll get another motherboard, you know, and, uh, re- you know, replace that and also replace the processor and the memory because it's what seven years old it's an i7 but it's an old i7 you know fourth gen sort of thing so i thought you know i'll just upgrade the whole machine if it or that part of the machine if if it's needed Mm. uh but anyway we screwed through put the cooler on and i have to say very impressed with how quiet it is and it keeps the pc really cool as well Mm very impressed and as a matter of fact even to the point of touching the cooler you'd think you'd be burning your fingers and it's not it's very efficient in terms of heat dissipation so yeah that was, that was a cool master so, so going forward then do you think you, you would switch over with what you've got in yours that's a difficult one because at the moment i've got um a corsair h100i mm. um on mine it's got a 24 millimeter uh, radiator with two 12 mil fans on it i might do i don't know if as long as this keeps going but the, the thing is with aios is they will die at some point because they still even though it's a sealed unit they still lose um you know water out of them that was what was the matter with the pc before because it lost the water out of it because it mm. Uh, after seven years it had all dissipated um so you know and you know this cooler i got it was 22.99 the aio i put in was 50 quid yeah you know so if it you can't really go wrong uh for that i don't think anyway it was a risk but it was uh seemed to have uh, worked <coughs> but yeah with. it paid off though let's put it that way yeah yeah definitely but you know i what i would have done was get him a you know a rising uh five or a ryzen seven processor instead you know a much newer one which would have been much faster um but or or even you know an i5 or something like that because for what he's doing for roblox and stuff like that he doesn't need uh you know um you know an amd uh 9 5900 or anything like that Mm. so yeah but it works it worked out really well Really nice cooler. Uh, very impressed with it. It's, you said it's lovely uh, looking. It's not massive either, and it's it, it's evidently supposed to be really good for small form factor cases mm-hmm. as well. 
so obviously with small form factor you have problems with heat anyway um so the fact that this works with in that sort of case is really good because obviously oh. this is a bigger case so it's got more air for the heat to dissipate <coughs> directly mm. above it there is no you know it's just an open grill so the heat can go and rise straight out yeah so dead good anyway anything else you want to add about gaming not really i'm just a quite quick little break for some water in a second but other than that would be good to go Okay, well, while Steve gets some water, we'll have a quick music break of our normal jingles, and we'll see you in a second. In quest of a better life. Okay, so we're back. Steve's got his uh, juice and uh, some dodgy sweets by the sound of it. (laughs) He's not going to try while he's talking in case he gets curry flavour. So, we're on to movies, TV and streaming. So, a couple of bits of news. First off, Venom 2 becomes the only uh, second movie to pass $200 at the 2021 box office. So, obviously, the uh, strong box office success of Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings um, suddenly decided to jump on the uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage and uh, have a release the the first week of October. Uh, And it's outperformed movies... Uh, the Marvel movies, uh, Black Widow and The Suicide Squad, evidently. Mm. So both of which were great films. I've actually uh, I finally picked up Black Widow on uh, uh, 4K Blu-ray as well. Oh, okay. So my my collection is now complete. Um, so the film Strong Word of Mouth, coupled with it being uh, theatrically exclusive, uh, is what they're uh, saying is help keep the film in the top five of the box office since it came out. I really want to see this movie. I haven't seen it yet, and I know it's not supposed to be very good, but I do want to go and see Eternals, so I think I'm going next week. It's something that might be worth watching on the small screen compared to the big screen. What, Venom? No, the Eternals. Maybe, maybe it'll uh, it'll fit better, but evidently the Eternals was a wasted opportunity. Uh, From what I've heard, um, I've been trying to keep away as much as possible from it uh but uh yeah even even trying it's it still got through to us that you know don't bother watching the turtles i want to go to cinema unfortunately it's gonna probably let me look at the calendar you're not going to be seeing it for months are you no this oh, there is there is i'd like to go and see the cinema but the problem being time is coming out it's gonna probably interfere with moving and getting ready to move so i am a i am surprised you didn't go and see Dune. Well, it's again, it's time and money. When I was seeing how much it cost me to go to see Bond, and then to double that and do it again for Dune, at the moment it's just not viable. I know, but it was Dune. I know, but I know. I saw the original in the big in the big screen, so <clears throat> nevertheless, it'd be all right. I'll get to see it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I will probably. I would like to get to the Snowy Ghost. Yeah. I after seeing the latest or the final. Trailer. trailer I put on on the uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd actually seen that at the cinema it was yeah. uh, so when you hear when you hear when you hear the character's voice at the very end yes you miss me <laughs> yes yeah that is a very distinctive voice but yeah I I I actually want to see that movie now because I was a a bit worried especially after the uh, the dreadful movie that was released a couple of years ago mm. that they were just going to ruin the franchise but Paul Rudd's actually, he's 
normally a, a safe bet, isn't he? Thinking, yeah. thinking of that, um, I haven't put it in the notes, but on Netflix, Paul Rudd did is in um, Living With Yourself. Have you seen that? No, I don't think so. Worth a watch. Mm. Uh, he gets cloned, and then he has to learn to live with himself, as the title would, uh, so, yeah. would suggest. Yeah. Mm. So, worth a watch. I'll talk about it another week, though. So, second bit of news. Scream uh, 2022 direct teases possible future sequels. So, uh, Tyler uh, Gillette has uh, teased the possibility of future sequels in the horror franchise just over two months before the fifth instalment of the series uh, arrives yeah, in cinemas. It's to, to be fair, this is probably the normal, uh, well, it, it's what they do now, isn't it? To, to be up a little bit of extra interest mm. is they announce a week or a couple of months before the movie. Oh, we're going to do a sequel to <clears throat> it as well. Just to make people want to go on. And it depends where the storyline goes. Because if, if, for example, and this is, I don't know anything, I don't know if this is true or not, but my instinct tells me that could Sydney actually die in the latest latest um, screen film? Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope not. And Nev Campbell, she's been through it all with all those movies she's been in. Yeah, she, her character will surely die at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I mean, they had the release of the of, of the original Scream on 4K Blu-ray. I haven't purchased it yet, so I've been hearing stories. I'm not, still haven't made my mind up yet whether to pick it up. But we will see about that. I've not looked into it yet. So did you say that news. was 4K, or did you say it was just no 4K? It is the original Scream. It's just come out on 4K for its anniversary. Yeah. I'm not sure I, I enjoyed the Scream franchise that much to want it in 4K, but I wouldn't mind it in HD. Yeah, I, I, I adore that. That um, for what was out at the time when they when they were released, 35 years ago, I think now. Yeah. Those those films there, and you've got the Final Destination movies, and what else was there? I think something else was there. Um, I, I knew what you did last summer, stuff like that. But uh, Scream was more of a, a satirical view of the horror genre. Yeah, that's Wes Craven's idea of teasing the way that, you know, oh, you're going to go out there, don't, you know, don't go on your own in the dark because you're yeah. not going to come back. Or and, th- and then you had Scary Movie. It was a rip-off of Scream. Well, as Scary a Movie, has, I think Scary Movie <laughs> has done everything and tried to ruin everything that's ever been out in the in that genre. But um, I think it's what's clever. clever <laughs> I don't about. think it did, though. I thought it was absolutely well, there, hilarious. Yeah, but there was him sitting on his knees with his knees, his legs going up and down, hiding behind the city, I think, remember rightly. Yeah, that was <laughs> funny. <laughs> Uh, but um, there was also the the one on the the well the, the one where they did the haunted house that was quite amusing as well. Yeah, and there's one there I, I think it was a I can't it was a scary one where because um, I can't think the, the, the lady that plays in those movies um, oh, my name there there was isn't there one there with it was this one guy was in bed it was, it was, it was um, I can't think one big movie star that was in it. Um, well, Mike, uh, Michael Jackson was in it, wasn't he? In one of them. Oh, was he? I can't yeah, he was. Oh, he's in Men in Black, wasn't he? <laughs> Momentarily, yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I, be, can I, be, can I be M, please? And uh, I forgot what his name is off 2.4. Uh, no, um, you know, is it Charlie Sheen? He was, he was it. It was him that was in bed with his, I think, was he in bed with about two or three women or something? Yeah, but I think that was the one with Michael Jackson in as well, mm. if I remember rightly. Because, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, 
I might have to try and... Yeah, how do they actually do with those screen movies? God. I have no idea. There is about... Are you thinking about six? Shannon Elizabeth? Is that who you were thinking about? Uh, it was also in the American Pie movies. And Carmen Electra was in it, wasn't she? In one of them. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm trying to remember. It was Anne Ferris, I'm thinking of. Anna Ferris. Right. Because she... Yeah, no, she wasn't in American Pie. I know you're thinking of. Yeah. Anne Ferris... I mean, she was in House Bunny, just and just friends. She was wasn't she on my super ex girlfriend or something? Ah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, she was as well. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that film. Sorry, it's 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 a bad film, but it's I, I, I do do quite like that. One. It's it's a little guilty pleasure sort of movie, isn't it? Really, it is, and and also she was in Just Friends, which I really love that film. That's a good comedy. Yeah. And, if people haven't seen that, check that one out. Yeah, it's the early days, early days of um, Brian Reynolds. Mm, yeah, very he's true. Dressed, he's dressed as a big fat guy at the beginning, isn't he? And he shrinks down. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the opposite way of Shallow Hal, isn't it, really? It is, yeah. But it's actually, and it, it will be on over Christmas, because it is a Christmas film to a certain degree, because it is around yeah. Christmas, isn't it? Oh, thinking of uh, thinking of uh, Christmas, I have got myself the most absolutely brilliant T-shirt for Christmas Day. Oh no! It's festive. It's festive. It says Yippee Kaye, and it has Bruce Willis on. Merry Christmas! But there is one. <coughs> I saw someone on on, twi- on Twitter did it. it. She had a T-shirt which had the as if it was the one where he drew Yo Ho Ho on the yeah on the dead character. Yeah, I've, I've I'll, got have to, the... I'll have to try and fight on the actually my quirky quirky. I'll send you a link because I actually, uh, yeah. My missus said to me about what I want for Christmas, a few bits and pieces, and I think that T-shirt would be quite appropriate for me. Not that anyone else would get it. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. Um, I've, I've got a lot of uh, T-shirts from there. I've also got uh, one with uh, Mogwai on as well. Right. I've got my full edge jumper. Well. Uh, they've got a Wally one and Darth Vader and uh, like uh, oh here's the one you want a Nintendo one. <laughs> yeah, that that's your idea of hell, isn't it? <laughs> no, I I I have owned a Nintendo machine, so you know I have I've been there <laughs> briefly, but I had been there. I played Mario Kart on a. On a handheld. There, there, there you go, uh, Steve. There's a link in the chat there for you. <laughs> let me um, let me just open that up because I'm just going to want to have a quick look at that. Okay. Uh, the, uh, it's a matter of fact, QWERTY is where I get all of my T-shirts from. I don't buy T-shirts for anywhere else because the sizes are really good. They're really good quality and they've got fantastic so, designs. So was there an actual T-shirt at that one, was it? Well, uh, T-shirt or jumper. You can have it as either. So if I... And this is, awful podcasting when we did what we're doing this but um well while you're having a look through because uh, i don't know if you're on the t-shirt page but the one of them is surfer rackis house of trades which uh is probably uh, what about six from the top and i was actually wearing that when i went in to see june <laughs> that's how sad <laughs> i was <laughs> no you know i mean i'm trying to look for them. Any, anyway anyway i'm trying to search for die hard and i can't find a search page. come on no, they don't. They don't have a searching, which is really annoying. <clears throat> really annoying. But uh, anyway, another bit of news is about uh, Predator Five. So yeah, I heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's now being confirmed by Disney via Deadline that the sequel in the Predator series uh, is going to be set three hundred years in the past, 
in the uh, Comanche Nation and involves a female uh, warrior named Naru protecting her tribe against a highly evolved alien invader. Well, guess who that is? Mm. Um, so the movie's evidently been shot under the name of Skulls, but it's confirmed that it's actually the title is going to be Prey. So uh. that's going to be Predator 5 Prey. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really, really, really don't. It's, um, I like the idea of going to the probably what the you know the backstory would be, but <clears throat> I just wish they'd like they'd never done a Predator two with Arnold Schwarzenegger that never never materialised and brought it me and it never will. Mm. And I think it's something that's not going to happen. So <clears throat> I saw. Uh, speaking of that, I was watching the latest trailer for that. We'll talk about that in a minute if you want. Okay. I think Steve's referring to the fact that I've just uh, sent him a copy of a T-shirt for Cobra Kai. <laughs> which uh oh. i we've I, i've been watching with my son uh still uh we're but four episodes away from the end of season uh three and i'm not kidding you he's absolutely lapping this up he's loving it mm. absolutely never seen him so excited about a show and he's watching the original karate kid movies with us as well so yeah you mentioned that i think last week yeah uh, and he's he's absolutely lapping it up. So we're both really looking forward to the 29th of September when this is released. Mm. So what were you going to say about Cobra Kai, Steve? So I think I've watched what is the last trailer for it, I think, recently. Yep. <laughs> it's, I, 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 it looks really good. And the way, what you see about it, and I've actually, on the, there's an Instagram account for it, mm-hmm. where I picked it up from. And we've got a long way to end it. I know it's not far away, 31st of December. But uh, <clears throat> it does look good. Well, Hawkeye will be done by 31st of December, that's for sure. Yeah. But there's a lot of good shows that are uh, restarted at the end of the year. We've got uh, a week until Star Trek Discovery, mm-hmm. season four. And that's and Star, Destination Star Trek's on at the moment as we speak, or the finishing off of it, right, in this weekend. So. Yeah, hopefully Doctor Who will be finished off by then. I haven't started that yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Just not going to that right there would be all right otherwise. No, no, it's and it's not. This isn't a sexist thing. It's not her. It's just awful. It needs rebooting entirely. Which hopefully will happen. <sighs> yeah. I have my missus. I mean, I really want to watch it, and unfortunately, because my missus is so used to binge watching these days, and I think a lot of people are. Episode one of Dexter has come out, and the new Do season. It, I was going to say the new season because I've never watched Dexter. At oh, all. God. Now, there's something you need. To, there's eight seasons of goodness, I'm telling you now. Yeah, so you can uh, nag me about Dexter. Oh, way. God, I well, honestly, about Cobra Kai. There's so <laughs> many people that I know that, have, have, that watch Dexter, like me. It is such a good show. And once you get over the first few episodes and get into it, because it took my missus a couple of watches to get past that three or four, <clears throat> and you get to know about his background story, you know, as a kid and the ice truck killer which is in season one yeah and um, there are some good storylines going through that even even with his you know girlfriend at one point and you know he's a bloody serial killer <laughs> you know mm. such a good show and yeah I, I will i will probably watch at some point the last episode of, of the last season before it's come out now but i might have to um might actually wait till they're all out so if they're one a week, we're talking, that's going to be about eight, eight, eight or nine weeks worth. Mm. Well, funny enough, I thought I saw Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought Resident, 
I thought Resident Alien was coming back out again, but I was wrong. It was being re- replayed at the moment. Ah, uh, right. That's a shame because I would love to see another season of that. It will be coming. I know and, that. And it's used on the Twilight Zone. Is there another season of that coming out? Have you seen? Because I no. haven't seen anything about that. I really no. like the new series. Mm, no, I haven't um, seen it, but I think if anything, will we have a good laugh is watching Resident Alien, and that is so good. Yeah, it's such a fantastic show. Again, another one I told you about. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I think you may have told me, but I think I, I think I picked it up myself as, without. I know mean, you mentioned it, but I think before you said it, because I started to watch it, and uh, a missus she gets a good giggle out of it. Yeah, it I is. don't know any of these die-hard t-shirts I'm looking online. I couldn't find any in that place. I'm still scrolling, and the one that I've seen. I, I, now I, I think, have a machine gun ho 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 it's too well written nicely it's not like draw yeah. with lipstick and looks all rough if you know what i mean yeah i, th- I think uh the the ones that uh, they've got on that web page that you have to keep an eye on it because the christmas ones <clears> seem <throat> to be exclusive for that day that they're offered because they do do that on yeah. the site but I'm, uh, I'm not on there i just went and googled it all oh, right okay. hard t-shirts so i couldn't find it on there right and i'm not getting much joy yeah but yeah prop, a proper christmas t-shirt die hard for, for a christmas movie for a christmas movie yeah exactly anyway should we get back to we have certainly diverted here yeah do you want to do with the uh, cinema releases then okay so 19th of november 2021 we have ghostbusters afterlife we have king richard drive my car petite marman marman should i say the battle of luke chang chang lin and Dear Future Children, 24th, 24th of November, we have Encanto, and the 26th of November, we've got House of Gucci, My Boy Called Christmas, Pirates, The First Wave, Shepherd, and Blackwing, and on the 27th, we've got Overrun. And I don't know any, any of those movies other than Ghostbusters Afterlife, to be honest. I have heard about The House of Gucci, but I don't talk to you about that one. Yeah, not your bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't that, with, uh, isn't that with Lady Gaga by any chance, I think? Isn't it? I don't know. I've got a sneaky feeling. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about uh, about that. So DVD and Blu-ray releases, we've got uh, on the 15th, uh, the ones I've picked out, uh, Casino Royale 1967 version. We've got the Cinematic Vengeance 8 Kung Fu Classics from director Joseph Kuo. Uh, on the Eureka Classics Limited Edition Blu-ray. There is, for those of you who still like Doctor Who, Doctor Who 4 yeah. Blu-ray Steelbook. Uh, we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings on 4K Blu-ray, Blu-ray DVD. And this is the one I'm looking forward to, Spider-Man 1 to 3 in 4K Blu-ray collection. It's 30 quid, which I thought was really good. 1 to 3, is that, are we talking Tobey Maguire 1 to 3? Yes, Tobey Maguire 1 to 3. Mm. And uh, the Andrew Garfield ones are £20 for the pair in 4K Blu-ray as well. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home Amazon exclusive uh, version is also released. Star Trek Discovery Season 3 Blu-ray and uh, Star Trek Discovery Seasons 1 to 3 Blu-ray are getting re-released as well. As I said before, Amazing Spider-Man is out for £20. There's the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy Blu-ray release, and uh, yet again, and mm-hmm. then the Ten Commandments 1923 and 1956 4K Steelbook. Then on the 22nd of November, we've got Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within 20th Anniversary 4K Blu-ray, and then the Stanley Kubrick five-film collection with Spartacus 2001: A Space Odyssey, A Clockwork Orange, The Shining, and Full Metal Jacket on 4K Blu-ray. And there's also the Woody Allen collection, which is out on Blu-ray as well. Okay, and I'll talk about a couple. We've got 
I haven't seen Don't Breathe 2. I've seen Don't Breathe 1, and that was really good. Yeah. So that would be worth seeing. Um, uh, that's out on uh, the 15th. Yeah. Also, if I just scroll down, we have... What do we have here? I'm going to pick out G.I. Joe Snake Eyes and Triple No, Pop. I'm not going to pick out G.I. Joe. <laughs> that's, that's an American thing. No. Also, yeah, it's not called Action Man here, though. Yeah. Actually, only Forces and Horses 80 special to Hull and Back a Royal Flash and a Frog's Legacy. Also, Dates and the Jolly Boys outing. Now, there's a classic one, if anything. Yeah, that's the uh, 22nd of November. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say the unpopular thing, but I never really got Ornifils and Horses. You're probably the only human being in the UK that's going to say that. <laughs> I don't care. It's just it didn't appeal to me. I never really liked it that much. There were some funny bits. I'm not saying there weren't, but... Um, it it it, it, it <laughs> just didn't hold the classicness to me that it does for other people. Well, it's not. I mean, I, I mean, we adored it when it was out, going cut when it was coming out, and through its um, through its run that it had, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, back in the day when it was first released, you know, I used to watch it regularly. Mm. Don't don't get me wrong, and I used to find it funny, but I'm kind of like done and dusted with it now. I think it. I think what it's like. I've heard this phrase before. It's like a pair of comfy slippers. You love it, and you put them on, and you're just comfy, and you just enjoy it, you know? Mm, yeah. And he also, it's funny, actually, that the the Cubic collection, I mean, I've got the Shining in the Full Metal Jacket, and I, I, I really want to have uh, Clockwork Orange and 2001, which you already have, 4K, don't you? Yeah, I've uh, got, yeah, got the uh, sort of, like, posh version of that posh one. Posh version, yeah. Yeah, I've forgotten what version it is. It's... Uh... Well, it's just on its own big box. It's there. Uh... That's it. Oh, good. That's blurry. Is that me with the glasses? No, it's not. It's your camera. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's just because it's, uh, it's got blurred background. That's why. But I love that movie. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I never thought my son would be that into it. But he's absolutely fascinated by how kind of realistic the special effects still look. Did you tell him how they did the pen? <laughs> no. No, I, sheet, I, that was with a sheet of glass they did that that's so yeah. clever I mean well the whole movie is fantastic and when mm. <clears throat> when you think for the Odyssey the bit where he's running around and that yeah. whole sound stage moved mm. in a circle and that was how they managed to film it it's <clears throat> unbelievable there's one thing so I do have I do have a blu-ray copy um, of it yeah there's one bit that always takes me out of it and that's seeing Reggie Perrin in, in it, which is yeah. that for some reason he shouldn't. He, he, you see, yeah, I, Leonard you know Rossiter. Yeah, Leonard Rossiter in there because I kept imagining, uh, you know, uh, turning around and saying, oh, "Miss Jones," you know, <laughs> and all of our younger listeners are going, "Okay, I don't know what they're on about now." Yeah, particularly incorrectness in 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 such a show called Rising Dam. A classic British comedy. Yeah, um, but yeah, it just doesn't make. I don't understand why he's in it. I because he was a popular actor at the time, and it was filmed in England. That's why. I think Stanley Kubrick might have sit there and watched Reggie Perrin or Rising Temp. Maybe I don't know. I, I, I think it predated Reggie Perrin. It would have done actually. Of course it would. Yeah. No, it would have done. Rising Temp because they were yeah. both 70s. That was 60s. Yeah, it was. Yeah, thinking about it. Yeah. What did he do? What did he do? In, what did he do that would have been de- not detrimental to his career, but I know, probably added to it. But um, where? What? What? 
talent scout looked at Reggie Perrin, you know. And, and like, and it's he, because he was a famous British actor, that was probably why it was to to ride along some of his uh, fame at the time. <laughs> but you know, he's always been a comedy actor rather than a serious one, so it just sort, sort of like stands out like a sore thumb. Fortunately, he's like so quick on it. But when you look at 2001, I mean, you know, um, Arthur C. Clarke, he was always being credited as the creator of the, uh, you know, like the communication satellite, mm. uh, you know, because he sort of like had that vision, didn't he? But when you actually look at 2001, that... that um, See, that was not before, right? That was. Yeah. But when you look at that conversation with Floyd and his uh, child when he's on the space station... That was pre. You know, that was we've always said Star Trek predicted stuff. Well, two thousand one predicted quite a lot. Computers that talk to you, um, you know, uh, video conferencing and stuff like that. You know, and there's lots of other things in there that that were quite revolutionary. You know, as an idea that we now see in reality. Mm. It's quite interesting, but uh, yeah, I mean, a fantastic movie. I really want to get Spartacus. I've seen that in many years. That film. No. And I also want to get a Clockwork Orange. Yeah. I'm not so bothered about The Shining, and I'm definitely could not care less about Full Metal Jacket because I don't like oh, the man. movie. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, but I'm I'm not into war sort of movies. Yeah. But there is a movie that I've mentioned in all of that list that I've got that I'm getting, which I bet wonder if you can guess which one it is. What out of the Cubic collection? Oh no, out of all of the ones that have, that have been bolded in that list. Oh, what that list? Let me just minimise. Let me put it back up. Um, well, you, I say you want the Spider-Man ones. I mean, that's an Amazon. Yeah, but it's not those. Discovery, Starfleet Discovery. I will be getting that, but it's not that. <laughs> Seen Royal? Nope. I'll tell you what it is. I have got coming tomorrow. Hmm. The Ten Commandments. With a bit of Charlton Esther. Yeah. Because I've heard it is such a really good, clear 4K print. Mm. Uh, and I thought, I want to see, you know, I, I'm more buying it half for the story, which obviously we all know what the Ten Commandments are. But I'm, as well as being a fantastic movie, I want to see what a really good quality print is like. Mm. So, yeah. Interesting. Anyway, cinema charts. So at number five this week, we've got The Boss Baby 2. At number four, we have Venom, Let There Be Carnage. At number three, we have Dune. At number two, we have No Time to Die. And at number one, surprise, surprise, it's The Eternals. Well, I don't say about being a surprise, because I don't know how good that film is, actually. I mean, it's... It was going to be number one. It's a Marvel movie, and it's the latest one. People are going to flock to see it. Mm. You know, I mean, we've had... You know, we've had people we know who have uh, gone and seen the movie. So, do you want to do yeah. Blue? Okay, so, Blu-ray DVD. So, in at five, we've got The Courier. From three down to four, we've got Jungle Cruise. From one to three, we've got Space Jam New Legacy. From five up to two, we've got Black Widow. And two to one, we have Fast the Furious Night. Driving in <clears throat> Not too much there that I'm looking for. I'm not bothered about seeing. No, I mean... Black Widow was an okay movie. It was very much Marvel by the numbers. Yeah. Uh, Fast and the Furious Nine, I think they just they've lost the plot almost literally with that movie. Oh well, they've been so many now, so. Yeah, maybe time to take a rest. I'll tell you what I did watch. Uh, well, I'll, I'll come on to what I've watched anyway. Do you want to say what you've uh, seen this week because uh, it sounds very intriguing? Oh yes. So, so I've been been watching some of Stallone's YouTube. 
um, COVID videos that he's been doing where he's decided to recut Rocky Four, and this has been going on for quite some time. Not being not completely aware of it, that it was released on the 11th of November. And there was a cinema release in the state, um, but for us UK guys, you can pick it up to rent on YouTube for about three or four quid. Yeah. And I'd say it's going to be the best three or four quid you spent in a while. If you're a big fan of Rocky, like I'd say, hey, you're you're a big fan of, aren't you? Yeah, I've got all the movies on Blu-ray. Yeah, and we're still waiting for that 4K bundle to pop out at some point, which will cost an arm and a leg, because I still, even though I still won't watch Rocky Five, it's not my favourite. But I think from Stallone's point of view, I think everyone, I think one of the biggest ones and everyone's favourite has been Rocky Four. Yeah. And I don't need to go into the storyline because I'm sure everybody here or whoever is listening will know how the story progresses and how it ends. So Rocky, let's say Rocky, so Stallone alone decided to do a, a cut. The cut is one and a half hours long, roughly. It's got approximately 40 minutes of new footage, which is interwoven within the story and how it's been well edited. And he takes out a few bits as well. And the most, I think, the bit that people were, were hearing about, which was the biggest chunk of the movie coming out, is Paulie's birthday party and the robot sequences, mm. which, okay, I'm, I say I'm not a fan. Um, I must admit, I'd sort of like giving myself a mental block on those bits. <laughs> but the thing is, there's a scene there where Stallone is washing his car, I think, if I remember rightly. Mm. And there's a track by Go West, which is on the soundtrack album. Obviously, back in those mid 80 days, soundtracks were MTV cuts with, with all um, tracks, not actual scores as they are. They do get more so now, and they did in the past. But in the, in the um, mid 80s, 90s, it was. Any, any sort of soundtrack that came out would be more to do with tracks from artists to promote the film. Anyhow, so they took this out. <clears throat> the begin, Without saying too... I don't want to say it's not spoiling the film because of the film, everyone's seen it. But the beginning is completely different. They've decided to give you the background into how Apollo put Rocky back on track from Rocky, from Rocky 3. And that blends in then into, into the start of, of Rocky 4. There's more character creation, should I say, of in, interaction between Apollo and Rocky in the film. There is a lot more with Adrian as well. Yeah. And they have tightened some of the some of the sequences a bit more. He played with that. The fight sequences at the end on, in Russia that did seem a little bit longer. And <clears throat> actually, even the the Apollo Creed fight with with, with Drago in in Las Vegas that seems slightly different. I know. Um, I think what I will do is actually go back and watch the original just to try and put in a comparison to it. But I felt the film had a tighter cut. It was more of a darker story. There's no comedy at all in it now with, with what was in it originally. Wasn't the um, the original version of this, where, if I remember rightly, isn't this the one where he's had a brain scan and he's been told not he can't fight anymore? Is that the one? Um think because it was one of them that that was a story wasn't it wasn't that you're thinking of, of rocky 2 i mean no i don't think so i thought it was one of the later ones there is a new scene in in rocky 4 where he's talking to the board about fighting him they're saying you shouldn't because he'll kill you you've got he's what's he done already to he's not a registered fighter as, as such he's had no pro fights um, yeah but this is a brand new scene that they've they've, they've read they've used from all the all the bits that were left out originally and um, he's talking to the board about saying that i want to fight this well we, you won't be having it here we will not we won't condone we can't condone you don't do go for it mm. but 
it there's a much I think there's a much faster pace because even say this is an hour and a half long, which is the good old standard movie time back in the day. But boy, did it fly by! I'd really like to was, see it. It was really quick, and they kept all the stuff. When when he gets to Russia, gets to Russia, and and Paulie's sort of face drops. You know, we in, in this cabin in the middle of nowhere in the snow, and all those training signals are still there, obviously. But it's just well, I think it's very well put together. There, I say, if you go on YouTube, there's a making of with Stallone for an hour and a half. I started watching that last night <clears throat> when he talks about his thoughts and why he was doing the cut and how he was doing it. Also, there are um, some, uh, if you go, there's some people that have done some interviews with him on this sort of a red carpet for the show. Mm-hmm. And Paulie as well, bless him, talking about he's, he's, a, he's a painter these days, as much as Stallone was. <laughs> And I uh, didn't know this, but Stallone was actually a painter before he did Rocky because he actually was painting the characters how they should look before he even did the movie itself, uh, which is quite interesting. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. And when you get to the end of the film, which we all, all know, and he gives that speech, for example, that is slightly, that seems slightly different. And mm. it does end, it does it doesn't end there in the ring like it did before it just he gets out a bit more before that is there's another scene remember rightly which is the death of apollo yeah and when you go to the funeral there's more there than there was before from that from that as well so it's it is a i'd say darker film but it's much more more of a drama mm. and fitting with the other movies because uh i think well rocky three was <clears throat> maybe that was slightly different from the first two but it's had a much more feel to it and i really loved it i really really enjoyed it um when this comes out in blu-ray which i'm sure it will do i will definitely pick it up i would love them to remaster all of the rocky movies and yeah. just get a 4k collection it's, of them it's, it's funny because while watching the film there is one scene that it's not bugged me but when Apollo is in the pool with his dogs, yeah. and got, he's got the TV in there. I don't know who was in their right mind would have a TV right by the pool. <laughs> that fell off and went into the water. Um, but the, the way it looked didn't look right, but that, I don't know, maybe it's the way it was filmed originally. But uh, no, it's it's such a damn good, good version of the film. And I think mm. I think people that really like Rocky will, I think will like it. There are a few, I did look at reviews, there's a few people that didn't really like it, but each to their own but i thoroughly enjoyed it and i know someone else that was watching it as well did as well too a couple of people have been too yeah i mean sometimes people just don't like new versions of old movies do they no i mean if it's a film you like and you don't think why should we recut it i mean blade runner's had a few a few little tweaks over the years they've got the star wars films as well yeah i mean ironically i still prefer the first version of uh blade runner <laughs> i know <laughs> that's that's probably the most uh you know, one of one of the most unpopular versions of all of them, but I like the uh, sort of like gumshoeness of Han, uh, Harrison Ford narrating over the Music, the movie. Yeah, yeah. but it's um, yeah, I I really really enjoyed this, and I just yeah, I just I don't know if it's going to be I think Amazon are actually going to do anything about it yet if it's advertised yet. Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to uh, to see it, but I'm gonna. Well, I'll just have to wait until I can buy it, I think. Yeah. Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, and I've just lost you. There you are. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, for me, I've watched a couple of things. First off is Dead Pixels, mm. uh, which, do you remember the Guild? Yes, I do remember the Guild. Right, well, this I is... I own a... the Guild in, on Apple. Not that I go on there, but I do own the Guild on Apple. Yeah, I mean, I used to love the Guild, and if you haven't seen it, just do a look on YouTube because it's free on there. <coughs> it was a um, 
a web series from about 10 or 15 years ago about a group of people who, um, well, play a video game. It's sort of like a World of Warcrafty kind of game. Uh, but uh, what they've done, uh, what Chow 4 has done is they've rebadged it, made it English as opposed to American and sort of like re-released it as dead pixels. Uh, so, for example, where you would have the uh, woman who was unemployed who never looked after her children and, you know, would put them in a pen with a lid on the top sort of thing. And then, you know, he'd be saying that, just put that carving, that, you know, that carving knife down. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, don't worry if you've cut your hand, you know, it'll just, it'll stop bleeding and that sort mm. of stuff. Uh, he, she's now turned into a man who's also a pilot who's, you know, looking after his kids when he's not flying sort of thing <laughs> uh, and all of that sort of stuff. But it's just, it's pretty much the same sort of stuff as the, as the guild, mm. uh, but like an English sort of twist with it. Yeah, I think I think the Guild was a one-off sort of show. Well, they did because seven it, it series sort of, of it, don't they? But it was sort of like an internet sensation at one point, wasn't it? Oh, because God, yeah. And Felicity, out, uh, Felicity Day was a, made a big star out of that. Yeah, and two, was, yeah. two of the... Uh, they, they released uh, two or three songs as well, and I still listen to them to this day because... Uh, oh. One's called Game On, and the other one is Date My Avatar. Yeah, I, I got. I, I think I even purchased that on Amazon. Not Amazon, mm. sorry, on on Apple. I do actually. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to be, be my avatar or something like that? It's called. Do you it? want to date my avatar? Mm. Um, because obviously it's got her dressed up in you know a cosplay sort of outfit from the game, and it's got the other members of the cast on. But they also did the, a song called Game On, which is quite good. A bit of a Bollywood sort of feel to that song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, real. Uh, you know, I used to love the Guild. So seeing this, I thought, oh, I've got to watch this, and you know, uh, quite enjoyed it myself. Um, the other thing I've been watching as well is. Arrow produced uh, movie or restored movie, which is Pitch Black. Oh, okay. I you said Arrow. What you put in? Oh, yeah, of course. The Arrow, um, Arrow did a copy. Yeah, so, um, yes. yeah so in terms of Arrow, uh, this was their first 4K uh, restoration. Mm. And the great thing is, the disc, there's only one disc in the box, and it has both the theatrical and director's cut of the movie. Yeah. Both are restored in 4K. Uh, I went for the director's cut because I'd seen either one loads of times. <clears throat> can't particularly remember that much of what was different of the movie, being honest. Yeah. Uh, the film's encoded in Dolby Vision HDR. Mm-hmm. Uh, the colour palette on the movie is absolutely great because if you remember the way the movie was, it was sort of like coloured in three d- different stages. Mm. When the first crash on uh, the planet, there's a lot of, well, it's sort of like a sepia colour because of the colour of the sun. Because, uh, you know, the, they've crash landed on this planet um, or moon, whichever it is. Um, and there's uh, two suns in the sky and it creates this orangey, yellowy, sepia, sepia sort of glow around everything uh, on this like desert sort of planet. And then about third of the way through the movie the third sun rises which is uh, uh casts everything in a blue shadow okay. so, uh, you know very blue because it's such a strong vibrant sort of like so and the, the other suns are dipping down on the horizon at that point and then after that the uh, planet goes into the shadow of a nearby planet mm. and then 
it's pitch black, hence the name pitch black. <laughs> mm. And here, uh, I always remember having the uh, HD version of it, and it was really difficult to pick out the the action sometimes because it's pitch black, as the name suggests. It does what it says on the tin, but just seeing like you know next to nothing change on the screen and it being dark isn't really very satisfying but on the uh, 4k version they've really done uh, a good sort of like do over with the hdr so the you know the black's very black mm. but there is more definition in the black so you can see more of what's going on yeah. So I think that the, the nighttime sequences just make the whole thing worth getting it in 4K, you know, even before anything else. I mean, the movie has a very cinematic feel. There is some uh, heavy graining in there because don't forget the movie was shot in 1999 and it was shot on a 35mm film. Uh, but it's a good quality transfer. Um, you know, not the best, but good quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, the audio is Dolby G- DTS 5.1 HD. It's not Atmos. I think that's a big mistake nowadays, but hey-ho. But the dialogue was really clear uh, and very well balanced with the background audio and the music. The slip cover for the movie is also reversible. Mm-hmm. So you've got the night and the day version of the cover, whichever one that you want to do, which is really good. And then it's an Arrow movie. So it's got loads of special features. There's a booklet. Yeah, there's a booklet. There's commentaries. There's features. There's interviews with the cast and a whole load more. For me, if you liked uh, like the movie, this is definitely one you should have in your Blu-ray collection, in your 4K collection. Mm. Uh, the only minus for me is a possible it doesn't have the Blu-ray version included. Very minor point, and I know that when you've got 4K, you very rarely probably watch the Blu-ray, but I do sometimes use them. So not having that is not an issue for me because I've got the the, the normal version, you know, the normal HD version. But it would have been nice to have had the cleaner Arrow cut. So yeah, really good one to uh, get in your collection, I think. Yeah, I've, actually, I've got a couple of films. I've not actually had a chance to watch yet. I've got the uh, David Cronenberg's Crash from Arrow in 4K. Yeah. I've not had a chance to sit down and watch that yet. Another one I watched was this one. Yeah, yeah. 12 Monkeys. I haven't seen that. That was Bruce Willis, remember that, I think? Yeah, Bruce Willis. Uh, again, it's another one with a reversible uh, back and front. It has so many, you know, uh, features on this one. It's... Uh, Obviously, got it's a brand new 4K restoration uh, on that one. It's got 5.1 DTS. Uh, obviously, 4K. Uh, I never realised that um, 12 Monkeys was actually produced by Terry Gilliam, as in. Yes, Bonnie it was. Yeah. 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 Um, they and, do like a 2K 4K scan, so it's not necessarily going to be 4K as we know 4K in Ultra HD. But it does crisp up the picture from a from yeah. The scan no, what, they use. no, the, no. The scan that they used is 4K that they've yeah. then uh, scaled down to HD. Right. Uh, so that one, if you like Twelve Monkeys, is a you know is a good one to get as well because there is so much on the um, on the special features that you can uh, find out about the movie and everything. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it worthwhile uh, for that as well. So, yeah, really, really good uh, Arrow movie as well. 
So that's oh, well, the just, ones I've been sitting there. I'm still going through the 4K on, on actually on Amazon. There's a few there I'm looking at. Yeah, I could do with that one. I could do with that one. I could do with that one. Yeah, uh, I haven't got that. Yeah, because you've uh, put in a uh, chat the Matrix Titan Cut Steel book. Yeah. Five pound. That's just the Matrix, isn't it? That's not Yeah, the... it is. No, I know, but it does look nice, that steel book, doesn't it? It does look very nice, but I've got the the uh, three movie 4K collection. Yeah, I know, I know. But, uh, <clears throat> if you just fancy the one of them, that, that's not bad. Not a bad one. Yeah, if you fancy the one. <laughs> it is the one, exactly. <laughs> Anyway, shall we go on to listener questions? John, what's happening to us? All right, so listener questions. And as always, we've got Mark, who's setting us off. And I think these are going to be harder for you to answer here, Steve. But first question is, how much of your gaming is spent playing a game that you feel really comfortable with and you don't need to think too much about it? That's sort of like 99.9% of your gaming in Destiny, isn't it? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> isn't it, Jas? <laughs> <laughs> Although this week has been slightly different, as I say. but um, Yeah. Yeah, again, it's that comfortable pair of slippers you're putting on and you're just sitting there and you're happy to play your game. And yeah. You're going to auto. You're going to like an autopilot, I think, sometimes as well. You go there, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that. What I'm finding nowadays is if I'm getting into a bit of a funk, I go on and play Destiny and just do some mindless stuff. And then um, that gets me in the mood for playing games again. Well, I, I, I didn't talk about it because I did try that back for blood. Okay, any um, good? Well, I, what I did was I didn't, couldn't be asked to install it, so I thought I'll just play it on the cloud. Right. Which you can do. So it just boots up the game from the cloud and you start playing it, but it wasn't my cup of tea. I did oh. get three or four achievements, what I was looking for, because I was doing it for a, the rewards um, uh, thing you can do to pick up points and take yeah. a card or whatever. But no, it wasn't my cup of tea, that, that game. Honest, but, um, but yeah. So, how much of your gaming time do you reckon that you play your comfortable pair of shoes of Destiny compared um, to your total gaming time? Well, when you, if you look at, if you actually look at my total game of time that we've looked at already with Destiny Two, yes, which I is measured you, in in weeks rather than in in hours. Yeah, the saying that this, I say, I've had about this week. I think I've had about an hour on Destiny. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Evidently, sales in bungee shares have fallen through Drop. the floor <laughs> <laughs> and i've been i say and i have actually i've actually been i've actually not done a bit of gaming sometimes i've actually just sat down and oh i'm just going to lay down a city and in the other room and i'll just even though i can have it in all glorious ideas in here i just sat in the other room and put me plex server on and just watched the film yeah um, i must i must admit sometimes i just want to watch a movie i just want just to do fed. a passive experience and yeah. i and i just and i what did i watch the other night um, I watched um, Any Which Way You Can. Brilliant movie. You know, and I just vegged out, and I know the film Inside Out. With your boy little fiddle. <laughs> I thought, well, just, I just sit there and watch the film, and, you know. Funnily enough, that was uh, a movie I watched a couple of weeks ago as well. Yeah, <clears throat> even it being the second one, because I, I just I would just, I just sit there and I just sing along to um, Clint Eastwood and, and Co. doing this, the song, was it Two Beers? <laughs> yeah. But no, it's uh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, your your gaming time in Destiny so far. Do you want ha- hazard a guess? I've got a Scooby Doo. Go on, you tell me. Just well, do you think more than eighty days? Probably, isn't it? <laughs> Is it about that? <laughs> um, yeah, and then some. Ninety-three days, eight hours, and four minutes. 
Black AA, isn't it? <laughs> they call it GA, Gamers Anonymous. DA, Destiny Anonymous. <laughs> I mean, I'm 14 days on there. Yeah, and I, I did play, so I did, did a little bit of... <clears throat> actually, if I just turn around... Because I have taken some stuff off my hard, my hard SSD drive as such. Okay. Due to the fact that we're moving, and I think I need to have some games on there that are, I won't obviously delete Destiny, obviously, because that would take for years to put back on. <laughs> yes. But um, looking at the games I do have here now, I've got Alan Wake, Odyssey, Skyrim, Fallout 4, Black Simulator, The Village, and FIFA 21. So mm. bulk of those will be able to play offline. Yeah. So I actually should be able to play Forza offline as well, actually. I think you can. Yeah. So, so given given your ninety three days on Destiny, mm. how <laughs> days? Uh, how much time as a percentage is that of your gaming? How you know it's in, in the average week? It's all much, of it sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it is for me occasionally, but. On a normal week, how much would you play Destiny to, and then how much would you play other games on a normal week? I won't. <laughs> yeah, it'd just be Destiny. It would be just normally. Just, I mean, and this is a game that's come out, and I want to play it. Yeah. Okay. But then again, I've got I've, I've dipped in and dipped into a little bit of Skyrim, and yeah, stuff like that, and just for. But I say I because my gaming time is normally I say I try not to make it too long, but between ten and twelve. Mm. And it depends. On the weekends, it'd be different times anyway, because it'd be, be... Yeah, because I, I know you do play FIFA and stuff like that as well. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, FIFA's now gone from FIFA 21 to 22, so mm. and I haven't gone down that route yet. Well, and, probably, and probably won't for some time. Well, just wait till it comes on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. But by then, it'd be like coming to a close for the next one, won't it? If you know what yeah. I mean. But, um, yeah, you know, it's... Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, for me, I have my moments with Destiny, and I'll have, you know, I'll play... Um, you'd, be, you'd be balls deep to a certain degree, but then again, you won't be sometimes anyway, so... Yeah, but then I'll leave it for months, mm. uh, which is seems to be where I'm, I'm going. So I would say probably, in terms of how much I would play my comfort game, on average, over a year, it would probably work out to be probably about three or four hours a week. Mm. Whereas, uh, you know, that will be sometimes like very massive, heavy sessions. And I think that's, well, actually probably more two hours a week mm. um, on average, something like that. So do you want to ask Mark's next question? Yeah, because I'll be asking you this question about me. How diverse is your regular gaming and how many different games do you play in an average week? That is not even from that question doesn't even exist in my vocabulary. But from your point of view, do you, well, do your you... response is there are different games. Yeah, there are. <laughs> there are question mark. Um, I would say this week I've probably played about seven, maybe eight different games, mm. and I would say that's a pretty average week for me. And you will play some indie games, won't you? That you might maintain them to a certain degree if they're very small. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it, it just depends upon how the mood sort of taken us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I'm, I always keep an eye out for things that kind of interest me, and you know, I'll have a go at those. But yeah, I would say I'm always uh, I'm always very experimental in terms of a lot of the games that I'll play. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to go back. I mean, what I could do when I, I'm going to take a couple of days off when we move, but that because I'll be busy. I won't be yeah. I'll be setting up, starting to put my room together, and um, guy coming and what have you. But I've got games like Alan Wake that. I could actually probably put on, mm. you know, 
But uh, we'll see. Yeah. I've still got to get to Alan Wake as well. Yeah, and obviously we're going to have Halo at some point as well. So. Again, not not overly bothered. But, but then I will be playing this, Forza, and I do dip in and out with with um, Flight Sim. Yeah, that's coming out with a um, another another An one yeah. bundle. Yeah, can you imagine how big that is if it's got all of the airports and all of that in the world? <laughs> Saying that, we, I think we're going to have an update, another world update for the one we've got. Yeah. I mean, I don't even want to look at how big that file is on my, my Xbox. <laughs> well, if you've probably got a Series S, it's probably the entire hard drive by now. I have actually, what I have done is I've actually, you can play from the cloud theoretically, can't you, with this game? Yeah. I've downloaded everything. <laughs> Every world map, every little thing I can do that's free is on there, so I can just play it offline. Yeah, why not? Can you actually play it offline? Yeah, you can. Okay, I didn't realise that. That's why. So if you download it all to your hard drive, you're fine. Yeah. Because if you're gonna, if you don't, because you have the option of playing it sort of semi-online by the cloud server. Uh, I thought it was all the, you know, uh, Microsoft Azure servers controlling it all in the background, but never mind. Uh, anyway, let's do Paul's question. So uh, Paul Wilson's asked, God forbid, if all online subscription-based gaming services went offline. They will be for me. <laughs> yeah, they will for Steve shortly. And sales of all video games, new, used, lent, hired, or any other kind of borrowing were banned for one year. Could you still manage to put in your regular amount of gaming hours based on your current video game collection without replaying any of your past completed titles? I'll be fucked, Steve. <laughs> Is it? Uh, I take it that that's the uh, the French version. <laughs> Sorry, you can bleep that out. All right. Uh, yeah, the beat was a bit late, but never mind. Uh, so you you would uh, have difficulties. I think is the words you were looking to express yourself there, Steve. Uh, how many games do you have on your on your uh, Xbox? So just hit the button and I'll tell you. See, oh, what have we got? I reckon it's about nine. In total. And I've still got 145 free. Right, okay. <clears throat> and how many of those are online? One, two, three, four. Four of them are online. Fair enough. Well, but pulled out. But then again, I won't cross that with Scott with Bethesda because you know their mods are online, but yeah. you can play those games as you can. The village is the same, obviously, the Resident Evil, but Destiny, Flight Sim, you can play offline. I'm Forza you can play offline in solo mode. Yeah. Without the servers. And FIFA you can play on without servers as well. Fair enough. So there is a. I, I think for Paul, your, the answer to your question for me would be I think I might be all right because. Um, can I just say one thing though? Go on then. But if we suddenly go off, if, 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 we, if we have this, um, everything goes offline yeah. and everything's in the cloud and you can't get to it because you haven't got the disk version, yeah. that won't help, will it? Um, no, that wouldn't help. But given the fact that I have a few games, I've got a few games on disc. Actually, I've got a few discs, not many. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got Sticking two. Around. I've got, got PlayStation games. Yeah, I mean, if if I looked at my disc-based games, uh, very small on Xbox and PlayStation, they measure two meters in length. And the reason why I know is because my desk is two meters wide, and I have a mm. shelf above it which is the same width, and it went from wall to wall. Uh, so, you know, two metres worth of PlayStation and Xbox games. Uh, but then I've also got, which I've got uh, stored on other 
hard drives which are not plugged into my PC at the moment. Mm. But 1,326 games on Steam. Yeah. So I could just plug in those hard drives and run it, and that would be all right. And I think I've got 549 games on Xbox, so probably about half of them are... uh, don't need a network connection or anything like that so Mm. i might be all right for a couple of decades (laughs) without repeating any of the same games yeah um i I mean assume well when we say that i'm assuming that we don't have to verify you know every three months or whatever in that scenario otherwise i've got enough for three months and then i'm pretty much uh in the same situation that Steve is, a bit perplexed. But if we, go to, if we go into Paul Wilson's second question, because he had thought of the second one, so... Go on, then. So if you're offered £1 million to give up video gaming for life, would you refuse the money? That's a very... I, I, I think that the better question would be, if your wife gave you the ultimatum, it's me or video gaming, how quickly would you get a divorce? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but from this, would for a million pounds? Yeah, because I'd go all in in movies. It will be uh, well. I'd still have music and movies to to, to do. No, yeah, so sure. would I. Yeah, so, so would I. But I think you would miss the video game side of it. Oh yeah, def- definitely, definitely. You know, I mean, uh, we're all getting older. You know, we have to face it. One day, something might happen that might prevent us from being able to play video games. Yeah. And then we would only have our music and our movies to and books and stuff like that to rely on so yeah exactly you know as you get older you start thinking about these things don't you but Mm. uh, um if i was given a million pounds yeah i'd give it a go yeah i mean you could probably get involved with the other side of gaming as well couldn't you maybe from uh yeah being involved in a company i don't know well, if you if you have a million pounds, there's a lot that you can actually do, isn't there? So, mm. you know, because the the big inhibitor is not being able to afford what you want to do. Mm. Personally, you know, I would like to travel more and stuff like that. If I was given a million pounds, I could say, right, I'm not working anymore. Bye bye. I don't know if you could live off a million pounds these days. Well, I would. You know, given the given how much I earn, um, you know, I would be not quite getting halfway there in a decade. Yeah, just the way the, the, the money, how the money would last and how you use it. And Yeah, but <laughs> if, if I assume that I would spend it at the same rate as I'm presently doing and living the lifestyle I am, yeah. I'd be I'd be all right quite possibly until I die, given the fact that there'd be interest and, and stuff and like and that. And, 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 and there's ways to probably utilise that money sensibly yeah exactly so yeah i would uh i would give it up and i would look to do something else i would do what i've always wanted to do learn how to play the piano or something like that, <laughs> that? Did I see that? so anyway so lee's asking lee doherty's asking with gta 5 trilogy coming out in a dodgy state do you think uh enough is enough with remasters or would you like to see more old games getting a re-release? Well, we mentioned this earlier, but I think I don't mind the idea. Uh, remasters are fine if they're done right. Yeah. Halo 2 looked great, for example, when that was remastered. Um, this, again, is always... These games are always through spectacles of our own love. Yes. Games, aren't they, as well? Yeah. <clears throat> but I think, I mean, depending on how old you are and what generation what generation you've lived through, there are you will get to a point where do I really need a remaster on some games? Because if you've lived through a good chunk of it, you might yeah. not want to revisit that. Yeah, I think. 
And they think of remastering games that aren't as old as what as old as you are for some of the games you could think that you could remaster. I mean, they're right. They did Mass Effect, didn't they? Yeah. And, and we all uh, rushed out to buy it. And have you finished it? Of course not. No, neither have I. And there is like we've had sort of remasters in a way of games like Fable. So they did complete those. There was like an anniversary edition of the tweet, weren't they? Mm. We got the new Fable to come out. That's something else we got to look forward to. Yeah, Fable Four. Looking forward yeah. to that. And um, it's a difficult. It, it depends on your personal love for a certain game, isn't it? At the end of the day, if it's something you want to like to see remastered, and you know, I mean, we've had great example here now is is uh, you know Alan Wake, for example. I thought you were going to say Skyrim, since uh, you've now bought the PlayStation Three era game again. <laughs> no, no, I just upgraded <laughs> it to the to the ultimate, uh, ultimate, the ultimate. Yeah, the the ultimate cash grab. I mean, it's still by Bethesda. <laughs> I don't look at it. It's still called. They call it. I think it's called the. It's a special edition, isn't it? Yeah. And that has had tweaks. Yeah, it's had tweaks, but you know, considering that they've charged you again for the game, well, give us another well, thousand gamer score for it, but they haven't even done that. Yeah. But then I think about it. Think about. Um, would you like? Not that you would. Would some people out there like to replay Fallout Three? Mm. It's remastered. Well, thing, I would. I would actually go for that. Probably. Well, look at the remake of uh, Saints Row 3. You know, that did yeah. quite well. Mm. Um, I, th- I th- personally, for me, I like, rather than remasters, remakes, so like with Resident Evil 2 and 3 mm. and Final Fantasy 7. I think that's the way they should go with the games rather than doing a remaster. So it's a complete, from the bottom upwards, keep the same story, Maybe, you know, give it a couple of extra twists, but really up on the graphics and everything else. Mm. Remasters are a little bit of a cash grab in some respects because they up the resolution, up the pixel count, jobs are uh, are good and, you know, that's it. And it's just not... While while I I like playing, you know, older games with a bit of extra shine... I much prefer to play new versions of old games with, you know, that look stunning, like Final Fantasy. Mm. Or Final Fantasy VII, to be exact. Final Fantasy VII does, does look good, and they did a great job of that. Yeah, they did. It's fantastic. Even though it's a third of the film, third of the game. Yeah, <laughs> it, but it doesn't matter, because where they cut it off, it works. Mm. I just hope that I'm going to live long enough to be able to play the third part. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, I think that's it for another couple of weeks unfortunately you're going to be uh moving aren't you when we're scheduled to do our yeah. next one probably yeah so it may be uh a one-man show the next one that we have in a couple of weeks we'll uh, keep you posted see how uh steve gets on uh other than that uh steve do you want to uh, give your details yep so xbox gamer tag obviously is steve at well say steve 07 Twitter at Steve07 as well. PlayStation is the real. I, you know, I completely forgot about that. The real Steve07 in the PSN. Uh, my YouTube channel, which is now called The Vinyl Cues. Not doing too badly, actually. Since it's in 100, I'm now 100 and, I think about 125, I'm getting up to now. Oh, good so, stuff. So it's been moving up. And quite a lot of people, few people have been um, uh, contributing with, with questions about some of the vinyl I've done and the pre-shooting that I've done it. So that's nice to see. Even from far Flanders, Turkey, and all sorts of weird places like that, I've been getting some, some chat on it. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, so I think that's about it, really. There is an Instagram account, I think Steve0764. Other than that, over to you, Mr. One Man, One Man Name. 
Yeah, for uh, me, it's H-E-R-J UK on everything apart from Epic, which it's uh, Pop Culture Gamers. Don't forget, also, you can uh, follow the show on YouTube by going to youtube.com forward slash popculturegamers. We have our Twitter account, Pop Culture Gamer. We've also got our Facebook group. We've got our Facebook page. You can email the podcast at podcast at popculturegamers.co.uk. And don't forget, there's our Anchor website as well, which is anchor.fm forward slash popculturegamers. So that's it for another week. Uh, Hope you've all enjoyed the show. We'll uh, see you uh, in a couple of weeks. And other than that, it's a goodbye from me. And a good night from him. Good Good night. night.